The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody. Thanks for staying tuned here to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We do appreciate you listening. If you got any questions or comments, uh, just want to get in part with the show, 799-1250 is the phone number. If you got a Christmas story, Christmas tradition you'd like to share with us, just give us a buzz. 414-799-1250. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. We got Nick Bodie back on the boards, raring to go after his uh, cap and gown day last week. <laughs> um. Okay, can okay. I tell the Christmas? Or you got something first? No, you go ahead, Tom. Okay, here's here's a Christmas story, folks. I think it was hilarious as hell, even at the time. I was just a young lad. I couldn't have been more than, I don't know, 8, 9, 10 years old. Maybe a little bit, maybe 12. I don't know. I don't remember. It was a while back. My brother Jim shot a buck. Mm-hmm. Not an eight-pointer, not a monster, but a nice deer. Yep. And it was he, and back then what they would do is on the back of the house they had these hooks and they would hang the deer outside you know after he brought it home got it out and they'd hang yeah it, we used to hang yeah. them in our garage yeah so it was hanging out in the yeah, back yeah we used to tick mom off and my brother Larry he wouldn't go in the yeah, garage brother Jim shot the deer and he had it hanging back there now my brother Jim had a bunch of kids well his two oldest they were about I don't know six or seven at the time maybe uh they were twin twin girls okay. So my brother Larry, though, he gets some red paint, and he paints the nose of the deer red. Gets his two little nieces. Hey, come here, kids. I got to show you something. Put on your coats. Put on your boots. Come on. And he takes them out in the back. Look, your daddy shot Rudolph. (laughs) Those kids started crying. Oh, were they mad? Oh, daddy shot Rudolph. Oh, no. That's a pretty good one. That was, yeah. that was so good. That was so now, funny. Now, this was their uncle did this to him? My brother Larry, yes, did it to them. And uh, To your brother Jim. My brother Jim shot the deer. It and, was his kids. Yeah, so and, he did it to his nephews and nieces. <laughs> that is one sick son of a gun. You know, a school teacher got in trouble. Uh, a substitute teacher down south. It was in the paper uh, down down south somewhere. Yeah, uh, the sub teacher was with a class of elementary school kids, yeah. and he told them there was no Santa Claus. Oh no! And this caused big, big repercussions. Yeah. Right? Told them there was no Santa Claus, so then the school district had to like, like apologize and say he used bad judgment in telling the kids there was no <laughs> Santa Claus. And I don't know. Well, when kids get when they're about. I'd say seven, eight years old. They're at school in you the first, what? first, second grade. Other kids are talking. Like one kid might know the truth, and then they start listen, telling people. Listen. And then, remember that guy Whitey Wheeling, whose real name was Whitney, that Coach Pierman couldn't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was my buddy Jim Whitney. He lived across the street, and swear to God, age twelve, 
He still believed in Santa Claus really? and the Easter Bunny. And I tried telling him. And he said, there's got to be a Santa Claus. This was his exact line. He goes, why would your parents get you all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he didn't, uh, he, he, he was a believer for a while there. So, so anyway, Tom, I got some interesting information I should share here. A couple, okay. of, couple of different things. Uh, Walleyes Unlimited. Okay, they've got a ice jamboree. Yeah, that's coming up on the nineteenth, January nineteenth. Yeah, it's AJ's Bar and Grill, mm-hmm. which is in Boxhorn Drive, Muskego. It's their twenty-first annual ice jamboree. There's three components. Right. Well, First, you got that email from Ron too, right? Are you going to let me read this or what? <laughs> well, he said we were supposed to do it on the fifth and the twelfth. Well, so that's what? why I didn't say anything. <laughs> so what? Who cares? Okay, go ahead. Okay, there's not going to be a nice jamboree. <laughs> no, Never there mind. Is. No, go there's ahead. not going to be anything. Go ahead. Well, Walleyes for tomorrow. You got ice any jamboree. More Rudolph Christmas stories no, there? No, no. The Walleyes for tomorrow. Matter ice fact, jamboree. There's not going to be any ice at all. It's too warm. <laughs> there's not going to be a single damn jamboree this season anywhere, ever. I think people will forget before that. There's none at Curly's Waterfront Pub either. <laughs> oh, I think I opened up a floodgate here, Nick. Okay. All right. Play. Might as well forget it. Sell your tip-ups. Forget play. that auger I was going to get. Play what we were going to play. Yeah, you know, it sounds like Bushy is out here airing his grievances. Yeah, not, it not, sounds like it. So Not in the spirit of Christmas, but in the spirit Christmas, of another, Christmas, Christmas. another holiday, perhaps the Festivus for the rest of us, Oh, Danny? yeah. Here we go. Welcome, newcomers. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins... With the airing of grievances. That's bushy. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You, Kroger, my son tells me your company stinks. Oh, God. Boy, you'll get yours in a minute. Kroger, you couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot date with a babe. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) That happens to me. Jerry. I guess Glenn. that's it. <laughs> I guess that's it. Okay. The airing of grievances. Airing Festivus for the rest of us. Of the grievances. Okay. So I got to read yeah. another interesting <laughs> thing here. Is it okay if I continue I'm with this one? I'm about the walleyes for tomorrow. Bonehead. Okay. <laughs> so remember when I got online live, I told you I, you know, went over to Schnitzler's over there in Sparta. Mm-hmm. Great sports oh. shop. It's a great place. About your deer head? And uh, they've got some good ice fishing up there as well. So anyway, I got this uh, emailed to me. It says, it's from Aaron Larson at Wisconsin.gov. She must work for DNR. Thank you for participating in the chronic wasting disease deer sampling effort. CWD was not detected in deer number 374422. Remember I showed you that little tag? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but here's the interesting thing. Tissue from the deer you provided, the Wisconsin DNR for chronic wasting disease testing, has been examined for CWD prions. There were no CWD prions found and therefore no evidence that the deer was infected with CWD. Sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Here's Uh-oh. the rest. Here's the rest. Here's the asterisk. asterisk. <clears throat> However. However. <laughs> The inability to find CWD prions in the tissue examined is not 
capital letters, not, Tom, equivalent to pronouncing this deer absolutely free of CWD prions or stating that it is safe to consume. All laboratory tests for CWD only assess the presence or absence of a detectable amount of prions in the specific tissue examined at the time the tissue was collected. A recently infected animal may not test positive because prions have not yet reached a detectable level in the tissue that was tested. CWD testing is clearly of value for disease surveillance to learn where the deer exists, but it has limited value in the context of food safety testing. All right. If you have additional questions, go to the website. Okay, so here's the thing. I've been doing a lot of research on it, as has my brother online. Now, I told you Monroe County so far, they had had over 4,000 tested, not a single not a single hit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this was the first deer I ever took in for testing. Now, the other deer I took in for testing, just so you know, Tom, all those... Uh, all that bacon and those barbecue sticks and all that stuff. I haven't got the results back on that one yet, although I'm sure you're not worried about it. I am not worried no. about it. No. So anyway, apparently a deer, it, it can be like six months before it's at a detectable level yeah. in their system. Um, and it, it's, it's really interesting because there's a, the people, there's a lot of debate on the CWD. People don't really know. Uh, if you want to Google um, and look up Ted Nugent, my brother sent me a clip of Ted Nugent talking about it. And he's talking like it's all a big hoax, that nothing to worry about. It's a bunch of, you know, bunch of nonsense uh, that government's trying to regulate the deer farms too much or whatever. I don't know. He's, he's just, of course, he has his own hunting ranch in Michigan, of course. So 600 sure. acres worth. Yeah. Um, so... I decided to look up, and here's some other information, too. Even if you eradicated all the deer, now, like Iowa County, there's 25% of those deer sampled. There were like right. there were like 900 this year and a quarter of them. You can go online and see yeah. the results. Even if you were to wipe all the deer out in Iowa County, the problem is, is that it can live in the soil, the prions. Right. Okay, and it's the prion, what happens is it, 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 it's, I guess it's like a rogue protein that affects the brain. Yeah, right. And right. It, it causes like uh, kind of like a mad cow disease. Yeah, and lab. and it's related to uh, Jacob something in, right. in Krenka, whatever, which can first cause dementia and death in humans. Right. So I guess in deer, maybe they get dementia and start running around in circles and forget everybody's name, and then they yeah. then they waste away and die. Yeah. Um, but. Apparently it's in the it's in the soil, so it's like even if you brought the deer back, in Colorado, I think I read that half the deer in Colorado are infected. Mm-hmm. Uh, one article I read estimated that you know ten fifteen thousand people at least have probably eaten uh, deer or whatever elk that were infected with CWD, uh, and nobody's ever ever been. Uh, you know, tested, it hasn't crossed the species barrier. Um, in, uh, in Wisconsin, uh, w- my brother kind of told me this. He said that he, he read one, one guy that said, Wisconsin's kind of a Petri dish right now, and that you got a lot of people just totally not worrying about it, eating deer as much, not getting any of them tested. And the fact that 
only low numbers of deer are getting tested shows that most people are just shooting them and not worrying about it. So in a way, it's kind of the great experiment to see, is it going to cross? But if it hasn't really crossed the species barrier in like 50 years, because I got, here's the timeline on when, when it was first came out. 1967, uh, it was first observed in captive mule deer at Colorado State University. And there's a little bit of, uh, there's a little bit of uh, intrigue there as to whether or not the mule deer got it from some sheep that they have there because sheep have something, I think it's called scabies or some other kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And they thought, Ted Nugent said that they deliberately infected the deer with the sheep thing, but then I didn't read that anywhere else. Uh, I heard that maybe they got it from the sheep or it crossed some over somehow. Um, but then, uh, so nobody really knows. Then in 75 to 81, it was observed in a Toronto zoo, mule deer, uh, transferred from, that was transferred from the Denver zoo. So basically it was captive. 79, it was in captive mule deer at the Wyoming Wildlife Research Facility. 1981, detected in wild elk in Colorado. 1985, detected in wild mule deer in Colorado and Wyoming. 96, detected in captive elk farm in Saskatchewan. Um, 97, detected in elk in facilities in South Dakota. Sounds like they're in a lot of these uh, captive places and farms. uh, So then it goes up. 1999, the World Health Organization indicates no evidence CWD is transmissible to humans, but advises that exposure should be avoided. 2000, it looks like it was finally detected in wild mule deer in Nebraska and Saskatchewan. And you bring up a point. Um, They don't really know. Maybe it was in wild deer and because maybe they bring those wild deer in and they become captive yeah, deer. Right, right. So yeah. nobody, nobody really knows. But then in 2002, that's when it finally hit Wisconsin. Um, so it's been, you know, it's been, it's been spreading. But some people thought that it would wipe out the entire deer population, and that hasn't ha- happened. So you got two sides of it. One side is kind of like really kind of panicking about it, and the other side saying, it's worrying about nothing. And when we come back from break, I'll talk about they did an interesting experiment with monkeys, but there's more interesting information about that than what we initially heard. All right. Well, with that, we'll be right back with more. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie on the boards. This is a Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We need a contestant for the NFL football picking contest. You can win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake, the place where you can have fun, meet a lot of nice people, good food, good drinks. It's just a great time out there. Uh, 799-1250. Be a contestant, contestant and win that $10 gift certificate. And then right after we do this, Danny, uh, the NFL football picking contest. We will get uh, back into your discussion with the CWD. But while Nick is getting the guy's name and address, yep. have you heard about the new fluorocarbon ice fishing line? Yes, I have, Tom. Have uh, Well, you haven't tried it yet. No, I mean, but I've seen it in my yeah. sporting goods stores. Right, yeah. Now, aisle. question is, it, it costs almost twice as much, but is it twice as good? I wonder. I mean, I don't know. I didn't try it yet either. Maybe one of our callers can call us after 730 
uh, or later on during the show or whatever and tell us if they've tried it or not and if it's so, better. By your rule of doubles there, cost twice as much, is it twice as good? That probably does not apply to anything. Doesn't compute, huh? <laughs> you could have a $1,000 rifle, and you could go buy a $2,000 rifle. Now, is that $2,000 rifle twice as good for twice the price? Well, a $1,000 rifle might be just as accurate. Yeah, Maybe more. Yeah. Might work better. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Who That's knows? why, you know, for years, people have been using regular monofilament. My, my favorite pound test is three-pound test. Well, Tom, right in between the two and the four. So. I I know you're a big mono guy. Um, I mean, I last year for the first time ever, uh, I talked to Ron Johnson, and he told me to get the uh, cigar fluorocarbon. Mm-hmm. It's like a purple with a yellow mm-hmm. box. I forget the the name of it. I easily yeah, whatever, recognize yeah. it. Yeah. And he said that it was a real limp enough line to use on a spinning reel. I also mm-hmm. bought a Fluger Arbor spinning reel, which is a wider spool, yeah. less susceptible to the line twist thing. And or the it, curling, the coiling, too? The coil, yeah. yeah. And because uh, that's the problem, I guess, with some of the initial fluorocarbons, they were too stiff for yeah, a spinning right. reel. But I'll tell you what, man, that stuff, eight pound, worked fabulous last year. Up in Door yeah. County, I was working primarily jerk baits, and I, yeah. that's when I was slamming all those big smallies. Well, uh, well, I would highly year, recommend that fluorocarbon. Yeah, well, this year <clears throat> I'm going to fill up a spool, and uh, I'm going to try it this year. So, anyway, Worth all it. right. Huh? Who do we got for our contestant? Got our pal Brian giving us a call from Milwaukee. He's ready to play the game picks. All right. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry same Christmas. to you. All right. Uh, Nick, you, you ready with him? I'm always ready, Tom. All right, good. All right, gentlemen. College grad, man. Yeah. College grad. Sadly, he's the not pack. just any flunky back. <laughs> you got it. You got it from Oshkosh. That's where all the academics go. God. All right, guys. So first up, we have heavy Vi- drinkers. Yeah. First off, Bears at Niners. Chicago just four point favorites in this one, even though the Bears are ten and four and the Niners are just four and ten. Who do you like in this one? Who do you like, Brian? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, 49ers plus the points. All right, Danny. Uh, Who's playing again? Bears and the Niners. Uh, I'll go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears, too. I I think their defense is going to hold the 49ers way down. Yeah. So, And, Nick, who do you yeah, like? I got to take the Bears. I yeah. can't believe the line on this is so low. I know. It's, I, I think it's almost <laughs> kind of a trap line there, Brian. Yeah. You know? I think they're trapping you on that one. All right. Who's next? All right. Next up, divisional matchup this weekend. Vikings in Detroit to take on the Lions. Minnesota still in the hunt for a wild card spot. They are six-point favorites in this one. Oh, what do you like, Brian? I'm going to go with the Lions plus the points. Ooh, Danny? Me too. I'm going to go with, I'm, I got to go with the Vikings. I got to go Vikings. Yeah, give me the Vikings too. Yeah. All right, that's two. Now for the big one. Oh, yeah, this is the big one between two teams that are playing for nothing here. Packers and Jets both officially out of the playoffs. They're going to be playing at New York or technically New Jersey. Green Bay is favored by two and a half points in this one. Brian? I'm going to take the Jets. Oh, well, you're going against all of us. Yeah, Danny. <laughs> um, is Aaron Rodgers playing? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Go, Pack, go. Okay. Now, do you have the Wisconsin line? Because they're playing, Wisconsin's playing a bowl game. 
Oh. Uh, couple days after Christmas. Oh, I should have gotten that for you. Let me, oh, let me pull well, that here, up. well, let's here. Who are they playing? Do you know who they're playing? Uh, they're playing Miami. So it's the Pinstripe Bowl. They played out at Yankee Stadium in New York. So it's a rematch of last year's Orange Bowl because uh, they took on Miami in that one. Although I got to tell you, they're not uber proud. I don't think to be playing in this one. My buddy works in the athletic department at Wisconsin. He just got his. I uh, just got his gear. And the Wisconsin gear, normally it's got like big and bold. It'll say, you know, Wisconsin Badgers. Here's the bowl game, the Orange Bowl, whatever it is. This year it's very, very small on the back of it. So I do have the line on that one. Again, it's a neutral field. They're playing out at Yankee Stadium. Miami is favored. They are minus three in this one. So Miami Hurricanes three-point favorites. What do you think there, Brian? I'm going to take the Hurricanes in the rematch without a starting quarterback for the Badgers. Who who doesn't have a starting quarterback? Jack Cohen. He's out again with a concussion. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure that it was the concussion was the reason. I think they just started cone over him. Hasselbeck's out with a concussion. Hasselbeck, yes. Horny. No, they said he has uh, concussion syndromes again. Oh, syndromes. Okay. He's, so was, you so okay. You like Miami, Danny? Who do you like, Miami or Wisconsin? I agree, Miami. Now that Hasselbeck's yeah. out, uh, I'm still gonna go with Wisconsin. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll keep... tell you why not, because they're going to lose. <laughs> That's why not. Well, they were supposed to lose last year, if too. If you yeah. were putting money on this one, listen, they had that backup quarterback play once this year, right, when I made the oh, mistake? A couple, couple times. times. Couple and times. I thought he was going to be good, Yeah, yeah. and I was wrong. They'll just run the heck out of the ball. So maybe yep. it'll be a snowy field out there, and they can run well, it good. give the ball to the kid Taylor kid, yep, huh? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take Wisconsin. What about you, Nick? Yeah, give me the Badgers. Cold right. weather game against Miami. Doak Walker award-winning running back, Jonathan that's Taylor. That's right. Goes for 200 yards. Can yeah, I, ta- yeah, there can you I go. change my mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go you ahead. Sure? You want to change your mind? Miami's no, not I'm real going with Miami. Year. Okay. <laughs> All right, Brian, good luck. Thank you. Happy holidays. You yeah, too. Bye now. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all. And to all a good to night. all a good, a good, good night. night. Okay, now, Danny. Uh, well, you know what? Before we what? get into your what uh, CWC stuff, let's take this commercial now, a couple minutes early. Oh, and then we'll have you for the we got next, more time. The whole segment. All right. Can I mention the walleye unlimited jamboree without getting sure interrupted too? Okay, <laughs> sure. All right, that's good. Oh, I thought, to break you, now? I thought you were going to do that. Oh, I thought we we're going to break right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to go right now. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. You know my version of that song, Tom? No. What? New bar got run over <laughs> by a reindeer. You know, I can't believe they've been drinking too much Crown Royal. <laughs> I can't believe they made a movie out of that song. Him and Bushy had a fight. That was so. That that is one of the. There are some dumb Christmas songs. That's one of the dumb ones, right? Uh, Don't you think so? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like the like melody it. and all I that. Love but it. Grandma uh, got run over by right. Who would want their grandma to get run hey, over by uh, a reindeer? I, I wanna. <laughs> I want to mention, uh, you. Ha- we had a, one of our listeners email last week that he's going to be in town next weekend in the yeah. area and yeah. maybe would like to meet us. And you forwarded that email to me, and I hope I still got it because... Oh, you should, yeah. Well, well I deleted it. But, but anyway, I was going to say um, thanks for the offer. I probably won't be around next weekend, uh, but do appreciate the offer there, and uh, I'm going to go home and... Try and make sure I got the email and send it back. So oh, real, 
Uh, real quick, Danny, I got to tell everybody that uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop on Pewaukee Lake will be open today and tomorrow from 10 to 2 for those last-minute fishing Christmas items that you want to get someone. All in-stock merchandise is 15% off until, oh, wait a minute, it says until December 23rd. Oh, yeah, that's right. It excludes, though, St. Croix rods, Shimano, and light. Well, they don't have any light rate. So St. Croix and Shimano, it excludes. Everything else is 15% off, and all tackle industry rods are either 30 to 35% off, depending on which one. So that's at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. Okay. now And, hey, Tom, there's going to be Walleyes Unlimited is going to have their 21st annual fish derby and super meat raffles on, uh, let's see, uh, what day is that? The 19th again? of January. Hold on one second. Why you threw me off here? Yeah, it's, it's January nineteenth. You sure it's January nineteenth? Yeah. Yes, I am. I am and sure. it's uh, fishing is from five a.m. to twelve noon. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got prizes for six species, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Okay, wait Meat a second. Meat raffle, prize raffle, and now they here, get all kinds of raffles. Here's one thing: it says all local area lakes may be fished. Yeah, got to follow all rules. Uh, to enter, what you want to do is go to AJ's Bar and Grill. And uh, so to enter, you can go there. So um, swing over to AJ's. Again, they got the fish awards. They got a general raffle drawing. They've got super meat raffles going on all day. Tickets are just 5 bucks each, or you can get uh, 10 for 25 which that tells me that's your best value. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants more information, you can call uh, Mike at 414-788-3143 or Walter at 847-710-5453. That sounds like a pretty good one to enter if you can fish all area lakes and six species, pike, walleye, bass, perch, bluegill, sunfish, and crappie. And you got to bring the fish to the the AJs or wherever. Yeah, that's the the headquarters. So you got to bring the fish there, right? So in other words, nobody will be yeah. fishing pike on Big Muskego Lake. They'll yeah, have you, to go someplace else. Oh, I got went, what do you go mean ahead. they won't be fishing pike? Well, on because Big they got to be at least forty inches, and there aren't any. So oh, good one. Hey, they got some <laughs> the meat raffles. They yeah, got outstanding quality meat. They've got uh, uh, what it, boxes of bacon, pork tenderloins, ham steaks, etc. Hey, you mentioned I gave you some venison. Mm-hmm. Right, and I oh, gave yeah. you some Let's of those barbecue that. sticks from uh, barbecue sticks from uh, 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 Carl's Carl's Country Market in Menominee Falls. They Excellent, are so good. X, my grandkids, I I shouldn't have shared them with them. They were gone. My grandkids loved them. I'll get you some more. They were I, great. I was moving slow yeah. this morning. I meant That's to give right. you some more. I, I've got them in a Ziploc bag in my fridge to keep them nice and moist. But I ate so many of those the other night where <laughs> I just, I was on the couch and I grabbed one. Then I grabbed another. Then I grabbed uh, another. I know then, get this, uh, when I lifted up the covers of my bed this morning. You didn't find a stick there. Yes, I found half, <laughs> I found half a stick. So what I did was, I was gnawing on a stick as I walked to bed, right? I grabbed one out of the fridge. Walked oh. to bed, <laughs> laid down in the bed, and started gnawing on a stick in bed. Oh. Yeah. And and you gave me some of that uh, from Curly. I mean, from Curly. Listen to me, Curly's. From Carl's Country Market, the venison bacon. Yeah. How did that, uh, that, how did that cook up now? Beautifully. You fry it just like bacon and until the edges start getting a little crispy, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was delicious. And it's so, it's so lean. I mean, they got to put, like, probably pork fat in with it, you know? But... It it is so lean. It's so much meatier than like regular bacon. You don't it, get as much ta- fat. It tastes like bacon. 
I mean, it is really, really. Oh, I got good. a lot of that. I'll tell you what. You you got to make yourself a, a BLT out of it. That's oh, what I'm going to yeah. do. And oh, here's what I plan. So good. I'm I, gonna, matter of fact, Danny. What? I told my son Nick. I said you ought to take some of that venison that you have. He's got three deer in his freezer. I said take some of that over to Carl's and have him to make that. Have him make that. Bacon. Now here's here's what I plan on doing. I'm going to take some of the burger, the venison burger. Mm-hmm. And I and I get just pure venison burger. I don't get it mixed with anything. Right. Uh, but you kind of I kind of jazz it up with some spices and sure. stuff, and yeah. to keep it moist. Sometimes a little Italian dressing. Yeah. Put it on the grill, and then what I plan on doing then is putting the venison bacon oh, on yes. the burger. Oh. along with some cheese and onions oh. on a big giant Kaiser roll oh. and I'm going to make some half pound burgers. Those are that's That's awesome. my plan for the for the summer cookout. Oh. And it's good for awesome. you. It's lean, Tom. I got some uh um oh, I know what I was going to talk about. We we're talking about the, the CWD. CWD. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So here's the thing that recently uh news came out in Canada. Yeah. They did an experiment with a certain type of monkey that is supposedly kind of, you know, close to humans or I don't know, whatever, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, I guess we're closer to humans than we are, they are than, than a dog would be or whatever, right, right, or a deer would be. But they did, they ended up contracting CWD, but you got to hear how they actually transferred it. One thing they did was they took brain tissue from like infected deer yeah. and injected that into the brain of the monkey oh, or something. Well, well yeah, right. That's, That's going to give it to him immediately. Something, it was something like that. Yeah. Um, another thing they did, though, was I think they took blood, infected uh, blood from an infected animal, and put that in, in, the, in the monkeys didn't get it. And the other thing, too, uh, as far as like, um, like scars or whatever, or something like cuts coming in contact with yeah. infected blood, they didn't get it that way either. Huh. As okay. best as I, and I may not be describing this exactly right, um, but then some of them did get it from eating infected meat. But, mm. but, from what I, one thing that I read indicated that it wasn't infected deer meat that they ate. It was infected monkey meat from the other monkeys oh. that they ate. Oh, well. So it, so the results, there's one researcher who's 40 years old, uh, 40 years of biology research said that don't believe that, 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 that the report was biased and that the guy who, who in one of the guys involved in writing it isn't actually a real biologist. He's just very against deer farms. He's outright oh, against deer okay. farms. Uh, and that there was another study with uh, some monkeys that was done in Colorado where in fact eating wild infected meat did not infect them. Um, mm-hmm. So the jury's, the jury's really still out on this. It, it seems to be that it would be really tough for it to cross the species barrier. Yeah. You know, Danny, you bring up a point, you know, how they do testing on different things. I remember years ago uh, there was a test on here in Milwaukee on the salmon in Lake Michigan, and what they did was, you know, they took, you know, because you, you can only have so many parts per million of the, what's that stuff called of the, uh, of the stuff that you shouldn't be eating. Toxins. Bad. Yeah, the toxins that are in Lake Michigan. Anyway, but they they took the whole fish. I mean, scales, head, everything. The whole fish, ground it up, then tested it, and they said, oh, it's over so many parts per million. Oh, you, you shouldn't be eating this, you know. Yeah. But then they did a study in in Michigan where they filleted the salmon 
okay, the yep. way we fillet them. They cut off the belly fat like we do, yep, okay? Like us, like me and, and you, they, Tom. That's and then, what we do. Hey, and then they tested it, and you know what? It was far below the so many parts per million. So you were fine. So it was fine. So, so if you all, were a pregnant woman or a small child, you could eat more than yeah, one meal a month. Yeah. So in other words, it all depended on how, that? how it was tested. They always give those recommendations. Yeah, if you're a yeah. small child. Yeah. Well, like old guys like us. We can I, we can go drink battery yeah, acid at this point, you, you know. know I, no matter what. I remember years ago, Danny. You know, I used to fish a lot up on the Fox River up by Green Bay, and you know, back then you could. Yeah, uh, it was a warning: don't eat any of these fish, these walleyes. You shouldn't be eating them, right? And then I would tell my dad, "Yeah, we caught a bunch of walleyes. Where are they? Why? Well, throw them back. You're not supposed to eat them." He says, "I think at the time he was about seventy six or so." He says, "I'm seventy six years old." That ain't going to kill me. <laughs> you bring those walleyes home to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> he wasn't worried about it. And I think it. that's kind of the attitude about a lot of a lot of hunters out there are like, oh, this stuff's been around forever. I remember Grandpa Louie shot a sick-looking deer. That's been around forever. Now they just discovered it and making well, a big deal about it. Danny, when you're, when you're deer hunting, I mean, if you saw a deer that was shivering, shaking, you know, look <laughs> emaciated, you know, I mean... Uh, like a wet, yeah, like, lonely dog. Yeah, something, yeah. You would, I mean, it's like you wouldn't shoot that one and say, ah, I don't know guy. about that Bring him one, in you know? and take care of him. Yeah, but no, so, I mean, it's like that one, it's like, nah, I don't know, that one doesn't, that one looks sickly. I'm not going to shoot that one. But when you see a good, healthy animal, robust deer, you know, yeah, okay, that looks fine. Could you know? be a big, robust one having a seizure. <laughs> huh? Could no? Be. Could so be. anyway, <laughs> d- wild game is good to eat, Tom. Um, I've, in fact... If anybody you know is really bored like I was last night, go online and look up uh, Alaska, the game department, their fish and wildlife regulation book yeah, up there. Yeah. They got a lot of interesting information in there. One page had the nutrient content of a bunch of wild game listed. And they've got everything from bear all the way down to ptarmigan to this and that. And it, it's interesting. The one with the most, all of them have over twenty percent, whatever protein. Um, but the one that was the highest was the ptarmigan. Really? Yeah. Uh, they've all got a higher protein content, fat content. Uh, beef and has. For, and for people who don't know the ptarmigan, that's a bird. It's like uh, like a uh, like a grouse or something like yeah, that. So yeah. So they had the highest percent of protein. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as percent fat. All of them were just like 1% or 2% fat. Um, chicken, actually, our domestic chickens, only 0.7% fat, so that's lean. Beef, though, 20.7% fat. Cholesterol, again, beef, 75. Um, all the other ones were less than that, except for mule deer. They were pretty high in cholesterol, 107 um, doesn't have whitetail here, maybe because they don't hunt whitetail do in, we up wor- in Alaska. Do we worry about that? Nah. But the point being is wild game uh, really is much better for you. Higher in it's protein, lower in fat, lower in cholesterol. Yep. And uh, gosh darn, and it tastes th- gosh darn good, too, if Tom Neubauer is cooking it for you. That's right. All right, we got to go to a break, folks. One more segment coming up before this Christmas holiday season. We'll be right back with the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. I really must go. 
Tommy, it's cold outside. Well, it's not too bad today. You know, actually, we've had a lot of nice weather. The ice on the, I got a fishing report for you, Danny. Okay, let's get a fishing. Uh, we've had two hours of a hunting and fishing show. Finally, a fishing report. Yeah, we, uh, uh, my son, Nick, took out his nephew on a local lake. And uh, he, the, the little guy, the nephews, he, uh, they got a, you know, few, they weren't getting many flags, but uh, he was catching a lot of these little perch, mm-hmm. three to Three to five inch, maybe six inch. Lots. He was happy with He that. was actually, this was first time ice fishing. He was having fun catching those, you know. But he finally, a flag went up, and Uncle Nick showed him how to, you know, what to do and all that. And uh, Oliver, I got to congratulate Oliver. He caught his first decent fish, ice fishing. He caught an 18-inch largemouth. That's a pretty so, good So, yeah, that, a, a pretty good one. I mean, uh, <laughs> bass. bass. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, yeah, t- I got a pike nice on one. the brain. Yeah, and speaking of pike, in the same area. Now, my son Nick wasn't set up in the right area. You have to be in the right area. Another fella, as a matter of fact, uh, it's uh, Adam, the uh, receiving guy over at Sherpers in Hales Corners. Yeah. He was set up in the correct area. He must have had about 20 flags. His uh, some relative of his or a friend of his that was there had like ten flags. They they caught I forget how many pike. They caught a lot of pike, and one the biggest one was thirty three inches. So you know where you set up depends uh, if you're gonna. And now Nick wasn't all that far away, but he just wasn't in the right spot. And one thing they noticed because you could see right through the ice. That's one thing about right now without any snow on the ice. Right. Things are very slippery. You better have some creepers to walk around on. Because it is very, very slippery out there. Is the ice still decent around now, the that area? that I don't know. What's going because on with this that? last week we've had some warm weather. So we had some rain, man. Yeah. That's like the worst thing for I ice. I know. So th- this is a time when you really got to be careful because we had about three, four inches that they were on. Some places were up to five inches. But after that rain, you got to think that you might have a few little slush holes, you know, that uh, is iffy, you know. I had uh, iffy. years ago in the Bay of Green Bay, I was fishing with my friend Mark Horton and he didn't bring his uh he didn't bring his creepers and it was real windswept where the snow was yeah. real light and blowing off and there were all yeah. these open light patches it, patches yeah, right open yeah, and ice, he was yeah, walking he next to the truck and his feet ice. went out from under him oh. and he landed on his back and his head whipped bang oh. into the that's the kind that the football players don't yeah. want to have where yeah. and he got a bad concussion from that. Yeah, um, I can imagine. In fact, uh, I drove him back home, and I think his, I don't even know if he drove his truck from my place, if his wife came and got him, but she's a nurse, and I think she was kind of taking care of him all night because he was, I he believe was he was throwing yeah. up and stuff, yeah. and he said that was bad. Yeah, you know, there's a, a you know, if you, if a person has designated ice boots, okay, you know, ice boots put that the, they... Put the, cleats on and leave them on well no you i mean yes you can get cleats for them there's all different kinds of apparatuses to use for right. the, you know the cleats but one thing that people i know do will they'll take these machine screws those are those uh, hexagon headed screws if you've mm-hmm. ever seen those and you know the the soles on those uh boots are pretty thick and these machine screws are only about a half an inch so you just screw those in and there. you screw those in but you here's the trick though you gotta dip them first when before right before you screw them in into that uh, that super glue. No, not super glue. It's that uh, it's silicone uh, sealer. It's that stuff, silicone sealer. Uh, oh. It's under different names. It's kind of okay. like a goop. Okay, you know, 
and and you dip them in that and then screw them into the into the treads, you know, mm-hmm. put a number of them in there, and then they'll stay in there forever. If you don't put them in that goop stuff, that silicone sealer, we'll they'll eventually they'll fall out. But if you do it that way, they won't fall out if you put it in that silicone sealer. And that and if like I said, but that's for designated shoes for ice boots for ice fishing. Yeah, you know, you might not want to wear them in the house. Anyway, don't wear those to church, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Who do you got on the line, Bodie? Got our buddy Bill calling us from Sportsman's oh, Den. Oh, hey, yeah. Bill. Hey, where are they Bill. killing Merry them at? Christmas. Where are they slaughtering hey, at? Bill, I, f- I got your, your voicemail in my phone. <laughs> I was meaning to call you back no, yesterday. No, he wasn't. I forgot all off, about Bill. it. He doesn't uh, call me back either. I, here, you know what? Here, here, Bill, here's an answer to your question. No, no, we'll wait. No, we'll no, wait. no, here's an answer. This is real quick. Just go on ceoguys.com. All right. And then it'll show. It'll have a little listing for advertising. Click on that. It'll have Ron's phone number and everything on there, okay? All right. ceoguys.com. He's got it. Okay. okay. Got it. What's the so, report, Bill? What's going on, Bill? Hey, no top of the morning this morning, guys. What? Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Too, too. Can we say that? Yeah. Yes, we can do you whatever better we want. say that. It's yeah. Tom's show. Right. It's Darn Tom's right. show, Bill. He can do, <laughs> we can do whatever Tom says. That's right. <laughs> and our buddy up there that's watching over us. That's right. He says we can. Merry Christmas to everybody except that Grinch Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> She could be a female. You know, the Grinch actually wears a sweatshirt with Nancy Pelosi's face on it. Hey, this is comedy hour. Yeah. Hey, um, I went out on the ice yesterday on a small pond, and and it's good ice. Yeah. We're losing about an inch to about three inch, two and a half to three inches this last week. Ooh, see, that's iffy. Well, I know. But it's so clear and slow, slippery, like you said. I mean, right. there's some busted heads if you don't. Come on in. I got ice cleats for you. Yeah, you got uh, ice cleats there at the Sportsman's Den, right? Yeah. But anyhow, take a punch bar, guys. Get a good heavy punch bar. Yeah, I got one of those, too. 15 yeah. bucks. And where you walk, you punch. If it goes through too easy, get out of there. Yeah, exactly. Back it up. Definitely. The fishing's good. This... I mean, they're committing suicide for the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Really? A lot of panfish? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's just, I mean, you can actually throw fish back. <laughs> you really? You can be selective, especially in that Madison chain, Mike. Oh, goodness. yeah. Do you ever notice, Bill, how your expectations are lowered when you ice fish than when you summer fish for panfish? It's like in the summertime, you would never keep a six-inch bluegill. But in the wintertime, well, you think about that. Yeah, maybe I'll keep the oh, six inches. Freezing your, freezing your <laughs> oh, tail off. I, I could not get laughed at by the guys to go with. They'd probably kick me out of the car if I tried that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is, guys, I got a bunch of uh, those uh, locator, uh, the batteries, the 7 amp batteries. Yeah. They're about three seasons old, and I got a bunch of them, and I don't want to throw them away, so I'm giving them away. Really? Oh. Yeah. Those are those little... fresh uh... ones in. I got about... Two dozen fresh ones in, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do with all these batteries? So, I'll and those just give old ones, away will... if anybody's going to drive down here, those ones will still work, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they still work. Yeah, those yeah, are those just, the I little mean, twelve volters, right? The l- seven amp, yeah, they're twelve volt for your fishing locators. Yeah, uh, yeah, the ones that you're putting in your uh, cutters and that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well and, and tell us where you're down. located again. Okay, tell us where you're ready to go. Tell us where you're located again. Uh, 54th in Villard, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right. And what's the phone number if people want to call you ahead of time? 414-464-2287. 
All right. Well, we got to run. We're closing the show now, Bill. Well, you got to go get, open your Christmas presents, man. Yeah, I know. We'll He's see. Cracking talk. into his crown yeah. royale. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you later, Bill. Take care. Merry Christmas. Bye bye. Bye bye. Take care. Don't forget, Bill. CEO guys at yahoo.com. I, I always. He wants to advertise. I, I get a kick out of that one because it should be at yahoo's. <laughs> yeah, it should be. We're a couple we're, of yahoos. Because we're a couple of yahoos is right. Well, Danny, Nick, Merry Christmas to you guys. We got, yeah. Merry Christmas. Hope Merry you have a good Christmas. time. Oh, hope, hope you have a nice, relaxing week, Danny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we thanked our firefighters, yep. first responders. And I want to thank all the wonderful children I get to teach. I got such great kids at the high school. Speaking and I of, hope they all have a great break. Speaking of children, this is the first Christmas. Not children, though. Yes, this is the first Christmas I can enjoy with my grandkids. Hey. I'm looking forward to but it. But not vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> Would you want to be with this grandpa? I'm a fun grandpa. As long as you're not one of those grandpas takes his teeth out. No, I'm a fun grandpa. My buddy Whitney's <laughs> grandpa used to do that. He thought it was real funny to pull the teeth out of his mouth and then chomp them at your nose. So. All right. All right. That's well, all that's I all I got. All right. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Merry Christmas. And good night. We'll talk to you next week. Got it.